0: Good morning. On this Tuesday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Yesterday, we left off talking about, in the book of uh, Timothy and Romans, concerning God calling us and everything according to His purpose and according to His grace. He has saved us. He has called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace which was in Christ Jesus, and we found out that that word for purpose that was used there is to set something forth, to put it forth, to show it, to display it, literally. So, he has created us and saved us to display us before himself. When we think about it that way, a lot of people, when they accomplish something, they for themselves uh they win or or earn a trophy of some sort uh whether it's some type of a certificate with some type of a thing that they can put on a mantle and they set it where it can be seen where it can be placed where it can be looked at well the scripture says that god has created and saved us and called us for a purpose, for a reason to be displayed, which was, that reason was in Christ Jesus before the world began. And, of course, we use the word for world. There was not the cosmos, but before the age began. Now, we have to uh, stop and consider that God is sovereign. That means He does anything and everything because He is God. He does not have to ask for your opinion. I said he does not have to. He can, but he does not have to ask for your opinion. He does not have to uh, 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 reason or question uh, with you uh, concerning a thing, but yet he invites us, let us reason together. I hope you understand that uh, from everything that I'm saying, he does not have to... uh, uh, do anything that we do he doesn't have to breathe he doesn't have to eat he doesn't have to sleep eight hours a day he had, doesn't have to go to work he is god he is sovereign he is a supernatural being he is the creator elohim of the whole universe of the earth of everything that exists and it is not because we do something that causes him to do it for us But it is because he selects himself. He selects himself to choose to do something. For God so loved the world. He didn't have to love us. But yet he loved us. He loved us enough to send Jesus for us. He didn't have to send his son. But he did. See, he is sovereign. He is creator. He is Elohim. Therefore, because he is who he is. He does not have to make decisions based upon what we did or did not do. In other words, our works. It's all based upon his grace. It is his favor to simply do it because he wants to do it. He is gracious. He is merciful. He is kind uh, to us, but at the same time, God can demonstrate his wrath. He can demonstrate his anger, his jealousy. He can demonstrate these things. So because he is creator, because he is God, we are the object of his affection. We are the apple of his eye, literally like the nation of Israel. We are, to God, uh, especially those that are born again, We are his special poema. That is the word that is used in the book of Ephesians in chapter 2 in verse 10. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. We are his product. He has made us literally just like he took clay and he formed a man out of it and breathed into that clay the breath of life. And the body was alive. The soul was alive. The spirit was alive. Man became a living soul. But when we're born again, uh, when we come to Christ, the scripture says when Jesus, when he came, he was a living spirit. So we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. There is nothing apart from Christ Jesus that can possibly exist because he is creator of everything. There is nothing on earth or in heaven that exists that God, Elohim, didn't create. There is nothing that exists anywhere that the spirit of God was not involved in creation in all of these three things that I have said, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were involved very specifically in the creation of everything. The scripture calls uh, the Spirit of the Lord, which we would we would say the Spirit of, Je- of, Jeho- of Jehovah, but the Spirit of the Lord, it says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That self-same spirit is the Lord. There is liberty there. And because there is that freedom, then it is because of Him. Where He's at, He's going to cause these things. Well, in the same manner, the scripture says we are His workmanship. We did not sit down with God and plan how He was going to build or design or make the universe. We weren't there to tell him, look, we want you to give man uh, three fingers and five arms. Uh, Give him seven eyes. God made man according to his image, according to his likeness. Therefore, it was his product, his purpose, his design. He decided to make us and create us how he wanted so he could show us forth. And in showing us forth, bring glory unto himself, magnify and exalt his name. So, we have to go back to the beginning. We have to go back and look at God is sovereign. He chooses how and what to do. So, because you and I have been created in the image of Jesus, He chose to create us like his son. He says, and we are created so that we can do good works. Now, there is a relationship here, a correlation that exists as to how he created us and what we do. Now, Jesus is the head of the body. He has created us as individuals, but as a whole, we are the body of Christ. The whole body of Christ is also his workmanship, so that we can do good works. They were ordained by God. That means this, this was not something of your own choosing. You didn't choose to do this, but he fitted it up in advance. He literally, literally per- prepared it beforehand. That we should walk in them. Now, if we are with his workmanship, and we are created in Christ Jesus, who is the head of the body, and the things that we're supposed to do are good works, then we have to understand how that process uh, finds itself in our lives. As we look at what we've been we've been saying and even what we said yesterday uh, concerning Pharaoh and concerning us being called. And I, I want to go ahead and reread those scriptures to help us uh, make some sense of this. Who saved us and called us. He saved us. We didn't save ourselves. He called us. He chose us. We didn't choose him. People think, well, I chose to receive. The-. No, 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 no. He chose us. Had He not chosen us, we would never have had the opportunity to choose Him. So He chose us. He is the decision maker. He is the one that does the planning. He is the one that designs things. He has a purpose and an objectivity for them. Every plan and every purpose flows from Him. Now, Jesus has been made the head. We have been made the body. So that it's not going to be according to our works. It's not even going to be according to our decisions. Even though we make a decision. But it is because of him. He makes the decisions. He makes the planning. He chooses the purposes. So... Once again, what we've read in the past comes to mind, that all things will work together for them that are called, those that love God, and that are called according to His purpose. We have been called according to His setting forth. See, the, the scripture even uses the word God has set some to be prophets, some to be apostles, some to be teachers, some to be pastors. God is the one that has done the setting in the body. We didn't do the setting. He did the setting. Wherefore, when he called them, when he chose them, God chose them that he might set them in the proper place for the body for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the body to be able to edify itself so that it can come to the unity of the faith, so that it can come to the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. How are we corporately going to come to the knowledge of the Son of God? We come to the knowledge of the Son of God by receiving from the head the instructions that are necessary for the body to follow through. The head is the one that knows all the information and receives the information. The head is the one that's going to make the decisions and the decision that needs to be made concerning whatever needs to be done. It is our head that gives instruction to our body body that something needs to be accomplished then all of those things are put together all of those things are ord- uh, um, coordinated or coordinated or or done by the body it tells the hand go ahead and grab this it tells the arm go ahead and lift this it tells the shoulder I, I, in other words it has to be a unit. But it is because we have a knowledge of the Son of God. That knowledge comes from having, listen to this, having been face to face with the Master, having been face to face with the Lord. That's why when we read in the book of excuse me, Second Corinthians, we read where we were talking about the Spirit of the Lord, we read, What is taking place there? It says, now, the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with open faces beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even by the spirit of the Lord. The creative power of God through the Holy Spirit is still working in you and in me in the body of Christ in the church to get us to the point where we are continually changed and transformed. And that is going to take place by receiving the instructions that come from the head. All the instructions come from the head. So if we are And I'm going to use the the word continually looking at his face, being in his presence. uh, Then there should be a transformation that should be that that should be taking place in our lives. Now, the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 4, 6, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Now, consider it this way. If you were looking face to face at Jesus, if you were looking at him face to face, and you were able to look at his face, you could distinguish the features and the reactions of his face concerning the things that we say, that we do, the things that are involved in our lives, the things that all are spoken by God in the light. He gives us instruction, walk in the light as I am in the light. And if you do that, we have fellowship with one another. And as we have fellowship with one another, the, the word says in uh, uh, 1 John 1, 7, the blood of Jesus cleanses us. But all of this takes place in the light. So the glory of God that is shining on the face of Jesus that we are to behold is also giving us the instruction, the knowledge of what we are to do for Christ because we have been before his face. Now, when we think about it that way, uh, that really says a lot. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. We'll pick up here tomorrow, but until then, the Lord richly and fully bless you. Keep looking up. Both our redemption and our Redeemer draw near. In Jesus' name be blessed. Amen.